Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Well, oh wow, oh wow. Uh, what a test match there we just had between uh, the Springboks and the All Blacks over in Australia. And it ended with the final kick of the game uh, as uh, the Springboks won the game 31 to 29. Whew, dearie me. Need to let the heart stop racing because boy, oh boy, that was a cracking game. Hi, I'm Paul. Got behind uh, the uh, New Zealand Sport Radio. I'll be a host while we have a quick um, respond or uh, well, quick reaction um, to that game. Look, uh, kicked off um, with the yeah the Springboks having all of the uh, early play. Um, some cracking hands um, from uh, Am uh, after a turnover with the uh, All Blacks. Um, trying to play out of their own 22. Uh, they turn the uh, off, off a turnover. They turn the ball back over and um, lovely pass behind his back. Um, and Delende, um goes in. And in an early piece, yeah, Pollard's kicking was not good, let's be honest. Uh, and uh, and it was going to be a question mark. Would that kicking of Pollard loosen the game? And uh, in the end, no, it wasn't. As LB says in the live chat there, uh, geez, I thought we threw that one again. Um, but um, uh, look, some of the stuff, and there's going to be people from both sides having to go at the referee. Well, let's be honest, there normally is in a game that uh, is so close. But I did two, a couple of good things, which I thought, which was, um, first off, uh, very early on March, the uh, uh, Springboks back for 10 for back chat, um, which uh, helped to quiet down some of the, of the chat that came his way, and not all of it by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, and also he... Uh, uh, stopped one of the um, support staff from chasing uh, the, the assistant ref and told him to shut up and leave the assistant ref alone. Uh, he should have sent the guy off. Uh, red carded. That was the consensus in our live chat. But um, but uh, he didn't. Uh, the warning was enough in that case. And uh, Con is joining me um, from his phone. Looks like he's uh, around someone else's house to watch this one. Yeah, no, I'm away down in Queenstown on a family holiday. I probably shouldn't be doing a, a 1am call, but... Um... The love of the game, eh? <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, cracking game there with that one. Um, look, and in that first half, look, the 
places, the uh, the All Blacks didn't get much ball, but every time they did, they came away with points, uh, and that was uh, that was key in their lead at half time. Yeah, just maybe not enough. I mean, I think um, I think considering the All Blacks were three tries to one at the end of the first half, I think they should have. You know, being only ahead at, at by six at half was probably a, a you know not enough of a, a representation of the, of how good they were playing. Although, you know, Springboks hanging in there. Um, it, it seemed to me that our our sort of advantage at at um, at the half was more based on some brilliant play uh, than uh, kind of dominance in all areas of the game. Um, but uh, obviously, a bit different in the second half, of course. The um, yes, so in, and look in, in that first half, they only had uh 37 territory, so they spent most of that first half in their own half. Um, they didn't, so but when I say when they went into the, those those rare incursions into the South African half, they they came away um with um uh with uh with, with, with points uh in that one. Um, just um, remember trying to remember the uh, um, uh, the, uh the, the the tries that we scored, um, obviously, with several Reese. Um, putting in a uh, scoring in the corner, yep. um, a good finish um, by uh, by him in there. Um, we uh, uh, the uh, um, Adi Savir try from the body break was pretty pretty amazing. Got me on my feet. Yes, that was an amazing try. Um, and then Weaver's opportunity, I missed it one at the end, was great too. Um, yeah, good, um, Weber scoring try. in the corner uh, with yeah, the stealing of the stealing the line out. Yes. That was, um, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, opportunistic try to say the very least. Um, but um, I think what we saw there was, yeah, attacking that uh, what they what the they call no, they don't call it the crease or whatever it is, the, the join basically between the first first defender of the backs and the last defender of the forwards, um, which is where Bowden Barrett attacked. Um, and I think we saw from memory. Uh, I thought the Wallabies did that quite a bit against the uh, Springboks as well. They clearly uh, done their homework on that one. That was a set piece move. Um, through and through yep. there. Um, in the second half, and wow, the, the Springboks came out and played well. Actually, one of the points I put a tweet out during that first half actually that said, whilst the Springboks are slow walking to lineouts, when they were actually playing, when balls in play, they were playing at pace, which is what they haven't Absolutely. done before. Um, previously, it was definitely a different through. game plan. Yep. This week, no doubt about it. It was, uh, they, 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 and I think it's the right game plan for them. They were still. Uh, doing a lot of uh, box kicks and uh, and up and unders and, and, and you know and, and for for good reason and it, and it gave them gains, but they were playing they were putting the ball through their backs in a way that we just didn't see last week and and it seems like that was the right balance for them. Um, obviously, it was the right balance, but I think uh, even in the first half when we were winning quite comfortably, um, they just seemed significantly better than they did last week. Yeah, and that was again. It's because I think they, 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 yeah, they were playing it with pace. We we weren't waiting for box kicks very often. Yeah, um, which was a thing, a, a big difference. When they kicked, it was kicked again at pace, um, and we saw that take its toll with the, with the whole front row replaced before half time. Um, yeah. Now, one of the, one of the things the Springboks can do that very few sides can is they can bring on the entire world class front row, <laughs> and mm. uh, uh, right. which is a big difference we saw when the All Blacks brought on their bench. It was not as good as the starting front row, and we saw the scrum going backwards um, at that point. Yeah, um, uh, right. absolutely. Well. To be honest, the 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 movement and, and and it almost secured us the win, right? Like we we were very close. Uh, it was an extremely close loss. Um, 
and the 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 tactic to collect the ball within you know a third of a second of the ball getting put in the scrum by Ari Savia because we were rolling back. I mean, the first half we were pretty, you know, it was pretty good, but um, our scrum was in, in, in a terrible, well, it was in a bad position. And so they knew just get the ball out quickly. And it was a great way to nullify the spring fly scrum weapon, or at least minimize it. And it almost probably was the thing that got us over the line because, you know, we had the, the, the scrum on, the, on on half and everything like that, but uh, just the breakdown, it wasn't, well, for my mind, it wasn't the scrum that, you know, it was the breakdown that lost us the game really. Yep, the, the, uh, the only ninety one percent of rucks won by New Zealand, whereas uh, ninety five by South Africa. Uh, yeah, those the counter rucking uh, and the, and when those counter rucks happened was really and the penalties that they were securing yeah. at, at at the breakdown as well. Yeah, it was. Um, I mean, I, I'd say the the losses that the loss was uh, you know lineouts were were terrible. Um, were just. The All Blacks actually seemed, uh, actually seemed pretty fearful, and rightfully so, of the box. And they um, were too intimidated to throw it to the back, so they threw it to the front, and then the box knew what they were going to do. Um, and uh, that one in the 70th minute was a real pain. And then the, the breakdown, and to a lesser degree, the scrum. I'm not sure, did, did, did they get any scrum penalties? I didn't know if they did. Um, they certainly almost did, that's for sure. Um, but uh, what were the stats on the scrums, Paul? Well, the, the stats and scrums actually had New Zealand winning all their scrums, um, whereas yeah. uh, South Africa won three out of four. Um, yeah. So yes. So the dominance um, was clear, but the but we they didn't get any purchase off off their scrum dominance, which is which is really I think it was kind of yeah. smart, but you know, um, <laughs> not ideal long term, uh, but but kind of kind of smart play by the All Blacks to to rescue that those scrums, and it probably almost got us over the line, um, but alas. Um, I mean, just to just to add to, it, I think um, as an All Black fan, uh, it was it was a very frustrating game to watch in, in, in the in the second half because we were terrible, you know, especially in that first uh, twenty five minutes of the second half, and uh, and we probably should have been down by a few more. I mean, the um, the uh, the team that uh, well, yeah, we, we just look, we just looked poor. We're getting dominated. I do say though, I kind of feel at the end of it that um, you know they deserved it. No doubt about it. I didn't think the, the Springboks won last week. I wouldn't have felt they deserved it. I think that we were we were better last week um, overall. Uh, whereas if we won this week, I probably would have thought we wouldn't have deserved it. <laughs> yeah, it would have been a lucky lucky scrape. That was just just my little take there. Uh, yeah, got out of jail a little bit. Yes. Um, Absolutely. Look, Dr. Turner says Laurie Maines uh, owes uh, um, Am a decent apology, and uh, LB makes a good point that Maines is a joke. Yeah, we don't listen to him on the whole, um, to be honest with you. So, yeah, so, um, yeah, Laurie Maines uh, is still, yeah, a bit of a joke. Um, the, I guess, the, the, so the box did what they should do, which was taking threes after half time, uh, and that gave them, that put them a 25 20 up. The All Blacks then go to the corner. You're like, what are you doing? You've got a line yeah. out that you don't yeah. trust, and you show you don't trust it by throwing by no one jumping exactly. trying to throw back to the front prop, and you, rather than taking three, dumb move. Yeah, uh, yeah. So poor captaincy there from from Ardy, I'm afraid, uh, on on that call. If we hadn't had so much trouble with the line out, it might have been an acceptable call with 16 or 15 minutes to go, but because of that line out, it was clearly the wrong call. We were behind by by five at the time. 
So scoring yep. three points, 15 minutes to go, get another one. The box wouldn't have uh, wouldn't have taken that, um, made the mistake, and uh, and they didn't, and that's why they got the points. Yep. Um, and then we yeah basically it was it was penalties either way um, at the end there. It, well, except for the drop goal um, from um, Elton Yanchi's good to see a drop goal, but in the end, perhaps he should have actually missed it deliberately. Yeah, that was because, a. That yeah. was a, a potential own goal. I mean, he should have probably kicked, kicked for a, and, and gone for a, for a miracle try, really, for for one of his players on the wing. But um, if, if he, if they, if the Springboks had lost that, and let's be clear, you know, they were pretty close to losing it, um, then him not playing down, you know, removing two minutes from the, um, from the. Although in the end, to be honest, Paul, if you think about the equation. Uh, he gets that drop goal. There's five minutes to go. We get a penalty immediately after that. That kickoff, get the points. <laughs> if it burnt down the time, maybe if that plays out exactly as it would, which probably wouldn't have, uh, we would have, uh, we would have, uh, they wouldn't have had enough time. But uh, I do agree with you. Um, Nocturne writes says that the South Africa back line was much better this week, rewarding their pack. Um, look, that South back back line got more opportunities this week, and they actually decided to play with them. Look, we've known they've got some really, really good backs. And what's really been frustrating is they haven't used them. Um, so, yes, look, no, they've got the players, absolutely. Um, and they've, yeah. got, they, they've used them properly this, well, using this week. Look, both sides really struggled with the injuries. I mean, look, I mean, uh, and we also had half-time replacements. Uh, Scott Barrett obviously uh, got pulled at half-time. Uh, didn't really look himself after um, some clashes, particularly with um, Dwayne Vermeulen. We also lost, uh, also obviously, um, uh, Larue got pulled at half time as well. He had had a bit of he had a shocker. He hasn't been good for a few weeks, and a lot of people have been saying Fossey should should have been given a go, uh, the mm -hmm. young guy, but um, uh, didn't um, uh, yeah didn't get it. Um, Pollard was better. I mean, it's still um, not at, not at his best, but yeah, he was he he was better. But then in that second half, um, you've got uh, we we had. Um, Dame McKenzie coming on replacing uh, Sevu Reese, was it? I think, um, or what? One of the wingers, yep. anyway. And, and suddenly you have got Dame McKenzie on uh, on, on the wing. Also, we had Elton oh. Yanchi's replacing in Cozy because of injury as well. Um, mm. So both sides had mixed up, messed up um, back lines at the end there, which uh, yep. probably also plays into part of why things weren't quite as smooth uh, or executed as well as they could be by both teams uh, at that point. Um, so, uh, you get, look, you, you've got to say that those those things do t do take their toll. And we saw it even so we saw it in the Australia game as well, where Australia ended up with nine forwards on at the end um, because they'd run out of back replacements. That's right. Um, so, uh, look, that's no excuse for it. Well, it's, it's it is a it's a reason for some of the play, not necessarily an excuse. You have to. It's, it's part of the well, game. Well, to be honest, one of the worst uh, um, spots of play by the Bull Blacks was um, that very poor kick from Bowden Barrett, which was. Uh, I'm not sure what that led to as far as points by the box, but um, it was a very, I know it was a mistake. It was probably off the boot a bit poorly and you can't, you can't win them all, but it was, uh, it seemed like it was a very poor timing um, to, w w with not so much to gain um, to, to, to kick towards the line in our 22 um, and uh, went straight out, comfortably out. So that was, uh, that was a pretty disappointing when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. 
At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Moment. Um, I can't remember what happened in the, com- in, the, in the following couple of minutes. So I don't know if it directly led to points, but um, uh, it was, uh, you know, when Richard, yeah. although when Richard came on, he didn't really put his mark on the game. Uh, he might not have really had the time, to be fair. Uh, well, not had time and also not had any play and not, and not been practising much. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, look, Bowden Barrett clearly had a call to, to kick the ball across. It was a bad uh, – or he thought he had a call, and it was A, a bad call, and B, a bad execution. Because all, um, when he did it in the first half, Seven Reese had space and there wasn't a winger marking him. When he did it in that yeah. second half and he kicked it out in the full, there was a winger there marking him already yeah. as well. So it was, there uh, wasn't it was a space. It, yeah, it was, a, it was a bad option and a bad execution of, of that option. And if he um, knocked it on, you know, it was like he was playing with penalty advantage, you know. It was the type of kick that you'd see with penalty advantage, you know. And if yep. Severus had knocked it on or bumped it, then Box would have been all in, you know, potentially in for a try, you know. Um, which is, uh, I guess, you know, you live by the sword, you die by the sword occasionally. Like uh, that first, um, that, that the, the risky passing in the first sort of 10 minutes that led to a Box try. You know, one times out of three, that leads to an all-black try. So you've got to, you've got, you just hope that one time out of three doesn't lead to an opposition try. Uh, so sometimes playing those risky games, you know, you've got to take the the um, the unfortunate consequence of those. Um, but it didn't seem at the time like it was worth it with the kick anyway. That, that yeah, that time wasn't. Uh, LB says Richie starting may have changed the game. Oh, totally, it would have changed the game. They're different players. Uh, now I'm not saying it would, it would have changed the game so that the All Blacks would have won. Um, but it would have changed the game. <laughs> um, I, I, I think Bowden had had a pretty pretty good game. Over, you know, mm. uh, for, for, for most of the game, you know, him, him that try he um, he 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 created was was exceptional. Uh, and generally, he was uh, you know, seemed seemed good on D. Um, but uh, so it would have been very risky to put put Richie on. I, I don't think Richie. You know, if you think that um, when they do the who is it stuff or NZT or do the player rankings, I yep. think Richie will get a. NA, no result because he just you couldn't tell. You know, NA, NA, sorry, um, no, just because it was just yeah. too inconclusive. He did get he did get driven back in a couple of tackles, but you know, fair play to him charging up against that Bok uh, defense, which was really strong, and it gave the All Blacks a lot of trouble in the second half. Like the there was a lot of uh, moments where um, in the first half, um, you know, the ball that went to hand in the backs generally went to players running onto the ball. A lot of the time in the second half, it went to players stationary who then weren't sure what to do sometimes. And that's frustrating to see. Um, and then with the box rush defence and, and strong defence, um, they would generally get driven back. And and, there was, and, and usually, the, the worst part about it is with, with the spring box, if, if we were in that position, 
where we were losing territory on on a um, on backline play, uh, there was a very good chance it would lead to a turnover, and uh, so so that was that's something I need to work on. Mm. Uh, look, at the end of the day, I think the, the, the big thing needs to be worked on is, is um, yeah, Victoria Wright says, look, st you still have to muscle a win against Africa, not like the Wallabies. And at the end of the day, that's true. Uh, that's this true. came down to the, the yeah, the, the, the forwards need to have more grunt about them. Uh, they've got plenty of ball playing skills, but uh, there needs to be a bit more power. Uh, and uh, their, their clear outs and their ability to counter ruck and stop counter rucks is where the Springboks got the upper hand in this game. Uh, again, just like last week, it's a forward-led game, uh, and that's where this one um, came in. Um, yeah. All Blacks' discipline on defence was really bad. Um, uh, look, penalties count was 12 to 14, so 12 by South Africa to 14 by New Zealand, so pretty, mm. pretty high by both teams. Uh, yes, the referee's whistle ended up being a uh, significant part of this game, but... Uh, I, I'm not sure that, uh, but I don't think that, that anyone's got any sort of clear grounds to say that he was inconsistent or doing one side. No, of the uh, yeah, I, I sort of felt like it was, you know, based on the laws, not necessarily what we like. It probably <laughs> seemed to, to 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 balance out. Like, I mean, a lot of people blowing up about, um, you know, was it Delendi getting penalised for that touch? I saw a few people blowing up about that. And there might have been another, uh, and also the uh, the charge down. That was like personally for me, like not thinking about the laws. I thought that was a bit tough, um, and you know. But I, I guess from the laws, it's probably you know understandable. He he wasn't realistically going to contest it, so uh, charge it down. But you know, um, I if 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 it was on the other end, I would have been whinging at the TV, no doubt. Um, I thought that on the other hand. In another game with another referee, two yellow cards, you know, deliberate knockdown, yellow card, um, and the, the the dangerous charge down or whatever it is, potentially a yellow card. Now, I'm not saying it should have been a yellow card necessarily. I'm just saying that it could have potentially been one. And I think um, that with, uh, there was also some interesting play. And if you're following the New Zealand commentators, which are wrong half the time, um, then, uh, you know, some of the... Um, the play around the breakdown with the Springboks. Uh, Tech was holding on, uh, you know, seemed like uh, they won a penalty, but also uh, got a penalty conceded against them. So it seemed that, that was a little bit tough. So it did seem to balance out from my point of view. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, P um, Peter uh, Del Agria um, in the live chat goes, professional fouls by the All Blacks. Absolutely. But also professional fouls by South Africa. Both sides, both sides, every side tries to get away with stuff. Um, so, um, so yes, absolutely. The um, now uh, an LB says plenty of stuff. The All Blacks to get yellows too. Yeah, I, I, I say I think um, the, the, ref, the ref was balanced. <laughs> uh, Peter Degira ref was for the All Blacks, not at all. No, he was not for the All Blacks. Referee, as I say, um, missed stuff from both sides. Could have given cards to both sides. I mean, um, quite why Sir Khaleesi uh, got knocked out, we don't really know um, on that one. Yeah, that, that uh, couldn't see, I couldn't see it. I mean, I think. Um be very hard if that was deemed to be dangerous whatever it was unless it was something non-visible the camera because yeah it, it almost um it looked pretty concerning you know i felt, felt a bit bad for the guy because mm. it actually looked like a very 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 serious injury and uh and i couldn't even tell if it was Rotalik or or, or Sameh that actually might have injured him um and so you know he might have actually 
yeah, whatever something else. But um, I think the in the first half, I think most people were justifiably frustrated with the, um, the Springbok um, slowdowns. On the other hand, have to admit that the problem is we look out for it now. So you know, if the All Blacks are going down, you assume it's a legitimate injury. If the Springboks are going down, you assume it's a le- illegitimate injury. And that's the challenge with that sort of cynical play is it's kind of the boy who cried wolf. The ref's telling you to get off the pitch, get the water carriers, get the medics off the pitch to the box based on the, their form. And then sometimes it might actually be a legitimate sort of injury. No, I, think, I think, um, yeah, I think you're saying all the all the water carriers to get off, not just uh, not, not not from any one particular side when he was doing that. But they're also, um, but the ref's also standing over, understandably so, standing over the, the the players when they're down, kind of going, you know, get a move on. And I think the consequence of that for South Africa, hopefully, because I was a little bit outspoken about during the game, is that um, well, that they might have a situation where they're being rushed when they've got a legitimate injury because they have so many when they don't seemingly. Um, sorry, Paul, continue. No, that's what I was going to say. LB says all blacks slow down the game at the end there as well. Uh, the irony, um, look, both all teams slow the clock down, uh, and take a knee when it's appropriate for them. It's the amount and volume of it that, we, that we've had recently. This game, I didn't think was slowed down, um, overly. So, I, 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 was, I was comfortable with the amount of, of, of slowdown from both teams in this game. Um, unlike previous games we've seen, this, this one, uh, to me, I thought it was, um, it was there. Um, uh, Peter goes, Colby was not there. Now, look, I agree. Colby is one of the best players on the planet. Um, but if your answer is a winger, you've got a question. Are you asking the right questions? Is my is, is my response to that one. Um, and and the, South African African wingers played, the South African wingers played well, you know. Yeah. Um, so Colby, would he have mean, you know, would it have been more points? That it wouldn't have seemed like it unless they would have given him more ball. But he, he was he's really good. Um Craig Smith, yeah, he's got a lot of criticism. He's not trying to write says uh recently, but he's played really well while he's been on for the All Blacks, particularly running ball. Um, you know, well not just particularly there, he's he's just been great. Oh Craig Smith oh, oh, the breakdown's been fantastic. Um yeah. the uh, quite how you now fit in Peter Stephan Toy back into that side once he's uh, back fit. Uh, is, is is a nice is a, is a nice problem for um, uh, the Springboks to have. So yes, the um, Mr. Uh, Slushy Demato says uh, the best game of rugby I've seen in ten years. It was a cracking game, um, I'm it not, but um, it was a very good game of rugby, and uh, yeah, really got the heart going after a game that um, we're between the Springboks, uh, sorry, between the Wallabies uh, and the Pumas, where you kind of knew who was going to win the whole way through. And it was hard. It was it was yeah. hard to stay, hard to keep concentrating on the game. Um, this one, you, you you didn't have a problem concentrating on the game. It was exciting all the way through, cracking game, um, and it's half one in the morning, so it's my bedtime. Yes. So, right. um, thank before you, Colin, you, for joining you, me. Just one one second, one second, Paul. Just yep. before you jump off, sorry, I'll send that send that bedtime for another ten minutes. Just kidding. I just want to say. Um, <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, it is, I do think it was a cracking game. And and I think um, at the end of the first half, if you told me that we were going to lose, I would have been very, very disappointed. Um, I desperately wanted us to win both of these games. I think at the beginning of the, when we, we were starting to chat about this, uh, I sort of said I'd, I'd, I, I would be comfortable with a, with a, um, an NZ win the first game and a Bok win the second game. I think what it, what it shows at the moment is the New Zealand and the Springboks have, bang on parity you know we've got the same amount of points 
I assume uh, got to be based on the, the margins for the series. And I think um, it suggests that, you know, New Zealand and Africa play each other 10 times in a neutral location and we probably win five each, perhaps. But I would say that the silver lining for me is I think if All Blacks won, it would have papered over some serious cracks and they need to address uh, some pretty big deficiencies that were coming through. And I think, uh, um, you know, that's what, what happened last week is we had different deficiencies, but I think our win did cover them up a little bit. Uh, that everyone said the right things. We've got to work harder. We've got to do better. But this game, All Blacks can't lose any games. That's the, that's the rule, uh, according to the you know, coaching team. And so they will get a bit of a shellacking in the media. And I think two years out from the World Cup, um, we need it more than we probably need the win. So that's my take, the silver lining. Didn't want to lose. Really happy for the box players. Really happy for the box uh, fans. Not so much the box media, but really, you know, honestly, genuinely, uh, you know, pleased and, and uh, for the win because it shows how good they are. And it's kind of given them the, the uh, it's kind of a deserving result for them for the effort that they've played in the last week games. No, absolutely. Look, and and, and uh, one of the things we've, that, that I've said consistently on this is that look, you don't make, you don't become world champions, you don't become number one in the world by being a bad team. Look, they are a good team, absolutely. Now uh, they've gone through a tough, tough patch. I think uh, we had Warren Brosnian on the channel, so go have a listen to that, um, to that, that interview. Um, great chat to him. He's talking about the number of uh, players that have had COVID and the disruptions that they've had. Um, it's yeah, it's not that this, uh, it's not been the ideal preparation by any stretch. They didn't look switched on against the, the Wallabies. Um, what's been good in the last two games is that they've looked switched on and actually yeah. there to play. Whereas against the Wallabies, they didn't look they didn't look look awake. Um, so uh, so really good good to see them back in, in that kind of uh, in that kind of mindset. Uh, and that, look, they are a cracking team. Uh, I think they're they're further along in their development than, than, than the um, the All Blacks. And the All Blacks mm. have have got. Uh, um, uh, I've got, a, got quite a lot of young players coming through who need who, who need more game time. Um, whereas I think uh, a lot of these, uh, there's a few Springboks who are coming towards the end of their kind of time and they'll probably hit that refresh cycle uh, in a year or two or a couple of years. But um, uh, crapping, cr cracking, um, uh, cracking test match. Uh, thank you everyone who's joined us in the live chat and, uh, and, and, and put, uh, put comments in there. Don't forget to like, subscribe and all that kind of stuff. Um, and, um, the uh, uh, how can you as All Blacks be upset with the block box winning? They actually played some ruggers, not soccer. Um, I'm, I'm not so we're not, we're not we're, <laughs> you clearly haven't been listening. Um, we're not upset with the uh, the the, the, the spring box winning, we think they thoroughly deserve that game. Um, and uh, it was a, a cracking test match, really enjoyed it. Um, it's just well past my bedtime. Good night, thank you, Con. Thanks, everyone. Take care. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
it. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 